You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist, with your host, Mackenzie Lawler. Three high school female athletes from Connecticut filed a lawsuit against the Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference. Selena Soule, Elena Smith, and Chelsea Mitchell say that allowing males to compete with them in sports is unfair play. They say it puts them at a disadvantage when it comes to competitions, scholarships, and recruitment opportunities for college sports. District Judge Robert Chittini ordered the attorneys working the case, quote, not to refer to the interveners as males, but instead as transgender females, end quote. Chittini said this order is, quote, consistent with science, common practice, and perhaps human decency. To refer to them as males, period, is not accurate, end quote. But what is science? What allows science to change? It seems science has been changing a lot recently, according to some experts. Other experts disagree. (laughs) Do experts define science? Mark my words, it may take 10 years, give or take, but all this trans nonsense will destroy female sports from high school to professional athletes. Speaking of experts, let's take some time to look into a few of the most mentioned names and organizations during the COVID-19 pandemic. For starters, who is who? In 1945, diplomats met to form the United Nations. They started a discussion towards setting up a global health organization. After figuring out the details and establishing a constitution, the World Health Organization was in full force on the 7th of April, 1948. To this day, WHO stands by the principle that all people should enjoy the highest standard of health regardless of race, religion, political belief, economic or social condition. WHO supports free healthcare policies and is working towards the goal of universal health coverage. Next, Dr. Anthony Fauci has advised each president since 1984. It's no wonder as he is ranked in the top 50 most highly cited researcher and top 10 out of more than 2.2 million authors in immunology. This is the reason we all know his name now as he leads the United States in a plan that is supposed to end COVID-19 pandemic. Then there is the United Nations Children's Fund. This was started in 1946 to help children affected by World War II and is currently working towards, quote, the day when no children die from preventable causes and every child has a safe and healthy childhood, end quote. This involves global healthcare, education, climate change awareness, working to end child trafficking, equal rights for girls, and a host of other goals. And how about this household name, Bill Gates, the Microsoft computer guy who is super rich and now super influential in your healthcare? In 2000, he formed the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is one of the wealthiest charitable foundations in the world. Global health is one of its top priorities. So while he does not have a background in medicine, Gates does have a background in giving money towards healthcare initiatives. What do these four names have in common? In 2010, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease that Dr. Fauci leads, WHO and UNICEF, 
announced that the decade from 2011 to 2020 would be, quote, a collaboration to increase coordination across the international vaccine community and create a global vaccine action plan, end quote. They called this the decade of vaccines. Since then, they have pushed for vaccines throughout the world. Looks like they're ending that decade quite successfully as the world now cries for a vaccine to save everyone from COVID-19. But to say that Bill Gates, Fauci, and WHO are here to help us, they're not. They all have the same agenda, push vaccines with ties to big pharma. All right, all right, moving on. Staff Sergeant Ronald J. Schur II was born in Alaska on December 7, 1978, and after the events of September 11, 2001, made the decision to follow in the footsteps of his great-grandfather, grandfather, and parents by serving in the U.S. Armed Forces. He ended up serving as a medical surgeon in Afghanistan, and on April 6, 2008, he made countless heroic moves in the Battle of Shook Valley. Without regard for his safety, Schur fought through a barrage of gunfire, rendering aid to many wounded teammates. He was shot in the helmet and wounded in the arm. Unstoppable, he continued on more for six hours, exposing himself to heavy gunfire but caring for his teammates' injuries. Because of his determination, not a single American died in the brutal battle, and in 2018, he received the Medal of Honor. On May 14, 2020, former Staff Sergeant Ronald J. Scherer II passed away after battling cancer. There are many names and organizations to talk about, and a lot of distractions to cause frustration these days. Controversies are numerous. We're seeking answers to many tough questions, and social distancing is causing depression for many. Death, statistics, pandemic, it is the ruling of every conversation. But let's take the time to remember names like Staff Sergeant Ronald J. Schur II. Let us never forget the freedoms we have because we live in the United States of America. Let us keep this thankfulness as the key element to the foundation of the many questions we ask and the conclusions we form. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Fuse, written by Ellie Stangle and narrated by Mackenzie Lawler. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedomist.us. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.